Welcome to the Resilience Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Donna Moles. Thank you again for tuning in and I appreciate you downloading another episode. So my episodes lately are part of my book, which is called Resilience Beyond Contemplation. And I'm going to take you through a little bit of a chapter Again, I don't read the whole chapter, obviously, because I'd like you to purchase my book and give me some feedback and tell me um, what you thought, um, which is a really scary thought, actually. So, But um, this chapter is called Shift, and so let me just share some of this with you. So a, a subtle shift. I describe a shift or a subtle shift as a shift in perspective that can lead to change. For example, a shift in your language or a shift in your actions. Sometimes it's a significant shift, but I think mostly it's subtle. And when you make a few subtle changes, this can have a significant impact in your life. Think about this. If you make a subtle change in the amount of food you eat, for example, if you eat less junk food, you may have weight loss or eat more junk food and you may have weight gain. Exercise more and you'll have greater fitness. Exercise less and you'll have a decline in your fitness. You get the point, right? I remember a time in my life when I felt really bad about myself, probably a number of times. And then I remember there were times where I felt really good. And I started to recognize these times and thinking about what was happening, what was making a difference. Sometimes the difference was how I was treated by other people. And if people were good to me, I felt good. And if people were not very good to me, I felt bad. I had come to realize that I'd lacked self-trust and self-worth. And when you rely on other people's opinions, behaviors, and actions to feel good, you're never in control of your own happiness, your own love, and certainly your life as a whole. It was with this realization that I started to make some more changes in my life and these changes would later have a significant impact on my life and continue to do so today. This is the shift and how it can be the subtle start of significant change. Let me give you some examples of these shifts and why this was so important for my future. As some of my friends at school would do things like truancy, smoking, stealing, The voice in my head said there will be consequences. And this, for the most part, meant that I would make good decisions. When I didn't make good decisions, there would be consequences, and this would reinforce that I should have listened to that little voice in my head. Fast forward into my married years, little shifts that I made was fighting back as sticking up for myself when I was called names or put down, made to feel unworthy of love. I learned this was normal in my childhood and inside I knew it shouldn't be the norm. People who love you shouldn't be cruel. People who love you shouldn't say words to hurt you. As time went on, I became more and more curious with my thinking and I started to expand. I wanted more for myself. I started to realise what was happening in my married life was not so normal and it didn't make me feel good. And when my husband would disappear for days at a time, I was left to do all the parenting, household duties. I knew this wasn't my idea of a family. By this time, we had been blessed with two children. It was about November, December 1989. Samantha was about 19 months, my eldest daughter, 
and my son Bradley was about six months old. My first husband had been missing for four days. Not like in a missing person, but I found out he'd once again been using drugs and he'd been involved with another woman who he would later have a child with. So I secretly left. I moved far away to start a life that I felt was right for me and my children. I was now a single mother, and at night after the children were settled, I started writing letters to myself. Later on, I'd burn them in the fire, but this was really therapeutic for me, and I was able to express how I was feeling, what I thought about my life, where I wanted my life to go, and a lot about the future. I was starting to learn new things. I was reading more books, learning about what a mentor was, and really confirming my thoughts that life wasn't about settling for bad behaviour and abuse. It was those subtle shifts in my thoughts that started to change. Who was I? How did I want to raise my children? I definitely wanted different, but I had to go on a journey to discover what different was. As a new mother, I would always seek advice from my mum, and this was great. My mum was very supportive. She wasn't intrusive, and over time, I listened to the voice in my head, and as my mum would share advice, I learned that I was thinking on the right path, and it reinforced that that voice in my head was good, and I would later discover this was my intuition, (laughs) because the funny thing was I didn't realise that at the time. So I'm going to stop that paragraph there. It's only a a short, what I call a snippet, Um, but then I go into some very personal stuff. And um, of course, I'll leave that for when you're reading a book. Um, And this this one, I go into where I had some real paradigm shifts. And that was, they were really big changes in perspective for me. And I remember some things that were really significant later on in my life where I had realized what I had taught my children and I realized the patterns that I had repeated. And then when I reflect and I look at my adult children now and I see some of the cycles that they have repeated, because we don't know and it's not until we make some shifts whether they be significant ones or small ones, that we realise you can only break the cycle or you can only break patterns when you have conscious awareness of them. And I just want to finish with something I've written at the end, which was a big shift for me was nasty words don't come out of my mouth. I would never say anything to hurt another human being. This was not something I knew I had gotten better at for a very long time. I was consciously aware of this change and I was determined to make it different. I started becoming more aware of this in 2004. It took a long time to get it right. And I can honestly say that from my mid-40s, I have never said a word that was hurtful to anyone, especially when I was hurt. This was really hard with my children as they got angry with me and would say hurtful things, but that wasn't their fault at the time. That's actually what they witnessed growing up. The last step of that process for me was my internal self-talk. 
that, my friend, is still work in progress. But I'm about 90, 95% there. How amazing is it when you realize you are calling yourself names or saying things to yourself that you would never say to a stranger? My God, that's one hell of a paradigm shift, don't you think? (laughs) So thanks for tuning in to another little snippet. I look forward to sharing another one in a few days with you. And if you think that you would like to um, send me a message and give me some feedback, that would be awesome. So just go over to the Resilience Movement on Facebook and send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Cheers till next time.